Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous, sunny, skirt-wearing weather in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, it's just gorgeous out, beautiful. Although humidity is high, you said, Eric, right? It seems kind of high to me. Yeah, a little bit more humidity just than we normally get. A yeah. little bit more than we maybe need that's to. just because I'm just sweatier than usual. I don't know, but that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, it is just. And stunning. here I forgot to wear my skirt. So, oh, I know. You know See, you that's could be much cooler. I yes, could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we're if only I was in Bonnie Scotland, like <laughs> know, some of right? our listeners, then I could get away with the skirt. Exactly. Yeah, and you everything would be much <laughs> much fresher, cool. right? much cooler. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is gorgeous here. In Seattle. Um, we've been very spoiled for about a week now. Bike riding, picnics. I mean, Seattleites are just having a wonderful time. And I really do believe we're having a, a fantastic summer like it's going to happen out throughout the summer. We're very lucky we haven't had a, a great summer for a couple of years now. So this is it. I'm so excited. Last year was a little bit of a jip, to be honest. Yeah. But this year, this Much year better. we got it, right? So far, yeah. yeah. So, you know, what you do in Seattle when it rains a lot is you just travel. You go to other places and right. you get some sun and then you come home. That's what you do. And then you get to appreciate all the green that we have here. You do appreciate it more once you've uh, gone away for a bit. Yeah, it's just stunning. My yard actually looks like a secret garden right now. It is stunning, my backyard. Oh, it's so beautiful. I'll take some pictures and put it up on Facebook, but oh my gosh, it looks so good. My brother um, actually did great fertilizing and trimmed everything last winter, and now it's just this magical sanctuary I'm in heaven. It's really quite beautiful. So today on the show, I get to interview guests. You know, that's one of my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. And of course, Sue Frederick has been on the show many times and we get to have her again. Sue combines a unique gift of powerful intuition and practical career know-how. Sue Frederick's work has been featured in the New York Times, Real Simple, Yoga Journal, Natural Health, Fit Yoga, and Nexus Magazine. She's been a guest on more than 200 radio shows, obviously including this one, and numerous TV shows, including Bridging Heaven and Earth. Sue's workshop venues include the New York Learning Access Omega Institute, which Sue, you're going to be there on August 3rd and 4th coming up at the Omega Institute, which is excellent. So excited for you. Um, You've also taught at the Shambhala Mountain Center and many other areas around the country. You are the author of I See Your Dream Job and, of course, your new book, I See Your Soulmate, which will be released on September 18th, although people can go ahead and pre-order that on Amazon right now. So welcome back to the show, Sue. Oh, Marie, it is always a great pleasure to be with you on this show. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. My favorite thing to do. Oh, and you're coming to Seattle October 26th and 27th at East West Bookshop. East West Bookshop, October 26th and 27th, and people should go register now because it does fill up. It does. That's one of the things we love about East West. I mean, when you book a class there, you know it's going to be full, which is lovely. I just love that. So how are you doing in Boulder? Well, I'm having Seattle envy because <laughs> <laughs> we've had a hundred and we actually had a hundred and ten degrees in June, all time record, and then fires everywhere in Colorado. So it was a terrifying month for us, and now fortunately we've had a little rain, um, so there's not as much fire danger. But you know, we've all kind of lived in terror of evacuation and fire. Wow. Many people have lost their homes and. 
um, scary. I mean, my husband and family were saying, you know, if this is really what global warming is, we're moving to Seattle or North Carolina. <laughs> well, we'd love to have you. You can move here anytime you wish, and you and I can go out to lunch often. That would be so great. I would love it, yeah. And Boulder is a gorgeous place. I was there last year and loved it. It really, really is beautiful. And mm-hmm. normally our summers are pretty mild, you know, and this one has just been over the top with heat and dryness. Well, I'm I'm very sorry, and we're very happy that you got my summer. <laughs> we did get. I think we did get a little bit of a Boulder summer. That's right. Yeah, we did. Which we, we I guess you got Texas summer or something like that, like right. in Lubbock, where it's really dry. That's you right. Know, right. The summer exchange program. Going That's on. exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, Sue, what got you into writing books? And I, I know that you. We're very compelled to help people. You know, of course, writing a book is one of those avenues. But what got you into all of this and that eventually led you to writing? A great question, because I just finished writing my third book in the I I See Your Trilogy for St. Martin's Press. And the third book is called I See Your Loved Ones on the Other Side. And that that one comes out September of 2013. Wow. And, um... And actually, Marie, that is absolutely my best work ever, my best book. And as I was writing that book, because I've dealt with grief and loss my whole life, it's been my greatest teacher, and as I was writing that book, I was realizing I was really pouring every ounce of my soul's learning into that book. And one of the things I got clear on was that I knew I wanted to be a writer from the time I was seven years old, and my grandfather brought me one of those old black and silver typewriters, mm-hmm. um, Underwood, I think they were mm-hmm. called, very heavy metal um, manual typewriters, and he put it down in front of me, and it smelled like ink ribbon, you know, yes. and I started typing on it one letter at a time, and I, in front of his eyes, I typed out a little story about a parade, and he said, <laughs> that girl's going to be a writer, <laughs> and I swear I knew from that moment on that I was here to write, and You know, in uh, high school, I was the school poet, and I wrote poetry all the time for the newspapers. And and then in in college, I went off to study journalism originally in college, and then I switched to psychology because I had a lot of pain to heal, and studying psychology was healing my pain. But then for grad school, I went to journalism grad school and made my living as a journalist for 20 years. But the problem was my writing was not in alignment with my soul's mission, what I was here to accomplish, until I finally, the journalism career ended, I hit a big reinvention point, and I needed to write about my spiritual intuitive truth. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started writing the things that created my books that I sell now and that I write now and that I, the work that I do now, the writing fueled all of it. Wow. That's amazing. That is just amazing. So when you wrote the book, I see your dream job, you know, the goal is to help people to discover through astrology and numerology and meditations, intuition, intuition, Mm -hmm. how to discover. And then what I think is also equally challenging because it seems like we have several we people in different camps you know one camp is they have no idea what they're supposed to do Mm -hmm. and then you have the camp of people that they're pretty sure they know what they're supposed to do or what would be in their best interest but they're scared to death to do anything about it right yeah and so that book helps both of those types of people and many other you know types of individuals to have the courage i mean one of the things that this book people come back and say you know i read your book and it was life-changing because 
I thought I knew what I wanted. I went in and created that career, and now here I am hating it and feeling very lost, and I need to reinvent, and reading your book really showed me my next steps and also helped me see that it was normal. You know, we go through these nine-year reinvention cycles here on planet Earth. Once we incarnate down here, we come in to accomplish each of us comes in to accomplish a powerful soul mission, and each of us comes to do great, powerful work here. And then we get here, and, of course, we listen to the fear talk, and we listen to the left-brain linear logical thinking culture say, oh, well, you have to be practical. You have to get that job for the benefits on the paycheck. And so people follow that, and then they find themselves very lost, very off-path, And that's when my book can save their life, you know, to show them, wait a minute, there's a reinvention required here, and once you take these steps to reinvent, you're back in alignment with your soul mission, and you will be successful, you'll have meaningful work, you'll love what you do, and your relationships will work much better when you are in alignment with your own soul mission. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of the second book, I See Your Soulmate, is... You know, the belief that you really do need to figure out your life purpose and what brings you incredible joy, whatever right. that is, right? And then then you can uh, then you can see the soulmate, correct? See, the way I look at it is we all get a few different soulmates in our lifetime to teach us different things. And mm. I'm very clear that Paul Frederick, my husband who died when I was 29, you know, I was going through my Saturn returning. Uh, we were both mountaineering instructors. We thought life was about overcoming challenges and using your will. And all of a sudden, he was diagnosed with colon cancer and um, died a year later. And we went through this huge healing journey together, trying to heal him. And it wasn't the lesson. The lesson was surrender and that there's a bigger purpose here and that we're souls on a journey, et cetera, et cetera. And that wasn't the lesson I wanted to learn. (laughs) You know, I was all, I thought life is about our total control here and we can make anything happen that we want. And the lesson was, wait a minute, life on the physical world is a brief, brief journey in your soul's lifelong mission. I mean, many lifetime long mission. So this lifetime has a particular lesson for you. Step up to it, pay attention. And You know, so Paul was the soulmate who triggered that enormous growth for me that if I hadn't experienced that, I wouldn't be here now doing what I'm doing. And yet now I am married to the greatest soulmate in the world, and we have two kids, and we have a beautiful home and happy family, and that he was waiting for me to get my true work and be who I came here to be. And then he was allowed to stand beside me. And he didn't come into my life until I was turning 50. Wow. Wow. So you believe there's multiple soulmates that we could have in a lifetime, depending on where we are and what we're going through. But they have different purposes, Uh you know, Marie. In other words, um, there is one for all of us that is the coming home soulmate, that when we're really on path and we're doing our work, that's the one who's here to just support us and nurture us and embrace us. But if you're in a painful relationship right now, it probably means that your life is off path and the person that you're with by soulmate agreement is pushing you to reinvent through pain, although it could be done through joy, 
<laughs> Unfortunately, we don't seem to pay attention until it hurts. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? That is, it is. just, it, it's it's sad but true. Um, humans, we tend to learn through contrast versus That's right. consciousness. Yeah. Yeah, fascinating. And, and, you know, Paul's death was the most painful year of my entire life on this lifetime of planet Earth. And, and yet, that one year of pain and suffering and searching for answers and having spiritual, out-of-body, intuitive experiences on and on became my greatest gift once I realized it was here to fuel my future work. Wow, wow. Because as he was sick and dying, you know, you your energy sped up to help you connect to other resources that you weren't able to find in the human world. Absolutely. I mean, Paul's death, I write about it in my books, but, you know, we went to Native American healers, and Paul, um, after one visit with a very famous Native American healer, Chief Fool's Crow, um, Chief Fool's Crow took me for a walk and said, I just want you to know that Paul's soul already made this choice to exit before Mm -hmm. the lifetime began, and Mm -hmm. he chose you to share it with Mm -hmm. because you're meant to go on and teach. And I was 29, and I was like, I don't want that. I want to have children and house and white picket fence and, you know, on and on and on. I was like a little spoiled baby saying, no, I want it my way. (laughs) You weren't being a spoiled baby. You know, you were the man you love was dying, you know. And what what a great healer, you know, to be able to express that, because I think that's hard and challenging sometimes for healers to tell people, I think you're dying. I know. know, and you know what he, but the interesting thing was that Chief Fool's Crow didn't go and say that to Paul, because <laughs> Paul was not in a place, Paul was still saying to the world, I'm fighting this, I'm turning right. around, right. that's how he had to go through it, right. that was gonna. That was just the only way he could get through it. So I came back to be with Paul after that walk with Chief Fool's Crow, and Marie, do you know that I lost my voice? Wow, you couldn't I talk. Couldn't speak. Wow. Wow. So so we drove home from South Dakota with me terribly sick, unable to speak, and Paul feeling great driving the car <laughs> and, you know, him taking care of me. And all I could think was, oh, he's dying. Chief Bulls Crow told me he's dying and I can't even speak about it. I can't wow. talk about it. Wow. And that was exactly how it was meant to be. Right. Because he wasn't ready, like you said. Right. He didn't want to hear it. Right. I, I remember this one time a family came to see me and when someone's going to come to see me and I, I, I don't know anything about them, but their first visit. And uh, but I will I know some things because, you know, the guides and the universe tells me things. Mm-hmm. And I was told that whoever was coming to see me was going to die and I needed to kind of help prepare them with about that. So this woman comes to the house with her, her entire family, like all of her children, their wives, their husbands, their kids, you know, so there's this big entourage coming in the house. The woman's on oxygen. Her family's trying to get her to hospice. She has end stage um, cancer. And she's the most adorable, sweet, fighting woman sitting in the chair, even as I'm telling her she's dying. And her family's just so happy that someone is telling her because they right. can't tell her and she won't listen. You know, And she's just, I am not going to die. It's not. It was just a, the most adorable, sweet, you know, lovely thing. And I said to her, and I go, well, I hope you don't. I hope that I'm completely 100% wrong and that you live another 25 years. And, you know, because then she would have been over 100 by then. <laughs> and, and, um, and that you are healthy and whole. And it was just so lovely to, and sweet. I just love the fighting spirit of the human being mm-hmm. and how she, she wasn't going to, even her children had worked 
tooth and nail to get her to to someone's house like me. Right. (laughs) She still couldn't hear it. So obviously your guides did the perfect thing by to shut off your vocal cords. Absolutely. And then, you know what else those guides did, Marie? It was the most extraordinary experience of my life. Um, You know, Paul was part Native American. He had some Cherokee blood. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I had studied Native American history in college. I was I was fascinated by the wow. legend of the Sioux and everything. So I had studied um, with this great teacher at University of Missouri who taught back then about the, the legend of the Sioux Indian tribe and everything. So I knew a lot about Lakota, which was the language that Chief Fool's Crow was his native language. And so then, Paul, we got back home, and Paul starts waking up in the middle of the night speaking fluent Lakota. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. And speaking to somebody standing in the room. And he didn't speak that language, did he? No, had no knowledge of it whatsoever. And I only did because I had studied a little bit of it in college. Wow. Um, So then he would wake up in the morning. I'd say, Paul, what was going on? And he would say, oh, Chief Fool's Crow came to me in the night and he taught me two songs. And one song was to help me deal with the pain. And the other song was to help me die. Wow. I know. It was so profound. And then the third piece of that story was that then on the day that Paul died, actually July 13th, um, 32 years from tomorrow. Wow. Because we never forget those exit days. They're very powerful. No. So as Paul died that day, I was returning home from the hospital. And Chief Fool's Crow lived out in a reservation in the middle of nowhere in South Dakota. There wasn't even a phone. He had to hike to a, pho- a, a tree that had a phone on it to make a phone call. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no Internet or anything. It was long before all of that. I walked into the house, and there was the phone ringing. And I picked it up, and Chief Fool's Crow said, I want you to know that Paul has crossed over, and I'm with him, and I don't want you to pull him back to you with your grief. <laughs> I'm serious. I believe it. He said, I, I totally want you it. to let him go so that he can move on to the higher level. Wow. It just blew me away. Wow. I could never again doubt the spirit world. Wow. Wow. What, what an incredible experience. And obviously he pulled in a very powerful healer mm-hmm. that helped him to cross and helped you to not pull him back. <laughs> such a gift, you know. A, a, a tremendous gift. gift. Just like you've had in your life experiences where you can never again doubt that the physical world is our illusion and that the spirit world is real. I agree completely. And, and, and what's so lovely about it, the more you believe it and have experiences with it, the more comforting it is. Right, exactly. It just, it soothes every ripple. It's amazing. I'm having that. Well, we're having the honor of interviewing Sue Fredericks today. She's the author of I See Your Soulmate and I See Your Dream Job. And we're going to take calls. Sue's going to be answering your questions. We're going to take a break here first on the Marie Menu Cherry Show, and we'll be right back. Do you live on the East Coast or have the desire to travel there in the near future? Marie will be headed your way in September to teach at Squam in New Hampshire. What is Squam, you ask? Squam retreats bring great people together at a beautiful venue to focus on creativity and self-expression. This fall, Marie will be teaching two workshops on intuition and creativity. Come join Marie at Squam, September 12th through 16th. For more information, please visit SquamArtWorkshops.com. You are always supported. You are never alone. From before you were born and throughout your whole life, you are accompanied by your spirit guides. 
Making contact with your spirit guides is just the first step on an extraordinary path to discovery. To find out how to make contact with the forces that have always been watching over you, join Marie at her Spirit Guide Workshop, Saturday, October 13th at the Lake Union Courtyard. This interactive day-long workshop will help reveal how you can deepen your relationship with your guides and increase their role in your life. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Become a Reiki master the weekend of October 5th through October 7th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, for more details. Get current weather, traffic, and news. Visit 1150kknw.com and stay informed with Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Hello, and welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous, sunny, skirt weather, Seattle. <laughs> you can tell we're really excited about us Seattleites. We don't get to wear our shorts very often, so we're all very happy. Although the young people always seem to be wearing shorts, and they look so There's cold. There's people in the middle of January wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it's wishful thinking or if they... Just have warmer legs than I do. Yeah, maybe that's it. That's (laughs) absolutely it. Well, speaking of delicious warm weather, I will be in what will be sunny Bellingham on Saturday, August 4th, giving a talk at 2 p.m. at Village Books about Spirit Guides, promoting my Spirit Guide CD. Um, So I'm super excited about that. If you can join us, that would be lovely. And then I'm going to be heading off to Tempe, Arizona on August 24th, Friday at 7 p.m., giving a talk at the Changing Hands Bookstore about intuitive self-healing. And the very next day, I'm going to be giving a workshop between noon and 4 the same bookstore on intuitive health. I'm very excited about that. In fact, it's going to be hot in Arizona. I bet. Yeah, but Alyssa booked me a hotel with a rooftop pool, so you know I'm going to be there first thing in the morning and late at night. I'm super excited about that. And then I'm heading in September uh, 11th. I will be in Boston at the Trident Bookstore at 7 p.m. giving a talk on intuitive self-healing, my new book for those of you who haven't heard about it. You can get it at Sounds True. 
Amazon, Barnes and Noble. You can go to my website, find out all about that. And then on September 13th and 14th, I will be in New Hampshire at the Squam Workshop, Intuitive Creativity Workshop. I'll be teaching both days. Um, that should be so much fun. I've never been to New Hampshire or Boston before, so I'm yeah, super New excited. I a know. little New England tour there. I there know. you go. Have uh, some chatter, some lobster. Absolutely. I'm, and it's beautiful there. We're going to stay on this gorgeous lake. In fact, Alyssa's going to travel with me, my assistant. We haven't traveled um, much together for work, so we're going to be there for a whole week um, enjoying the beautiful sights. And then I'll come back home and go to Hollyhock in Vancouver, October 26th through the 28th, teaching another workshop based on the book, Intuitive Health. Um, so all of that you can find on my website. I look forward to seeing you in those parts of the world. And this weekend, I'll actually be teaching a workshop on mediumship. Um, at the Lake Union Marriott in Seattle, and that is going to be so fun. We're going to be talking to people on the other side, which is a lot about what your third book is. Um, That's right. Sue, how exciting. Mm-hmm. How exciting. So we do have callers, so why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines, Eric? Okay. Uh, well, we should uh, point out that we gave Sue Frederick uh, the uh, birth dates of our callers so that uh, she could do her magic, if you will. And uh, we're going to talk to Charles uh, calling from Toronto right now. Hello, Marie. Sue, thanks Hi, for taking Charles. my call. How are you? I'm doing great. So, Charles, tell me, what is your question? Well, uh, uh, curious as to what relationships might be in store for me down the road. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to say there's a couple things going on in your journey. I mean, first got to ask you, are you making money? Is your career working now? No, it's not. Okay. So here's the thing. You've come here in this lifetime to own your power through your work and make money. You are a little off path right now, so we need to get you back on that path because the love can't come to you until you're on that path. Are you hearing me? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you doing to get your career back in alignment? What, What have you been doing for a living? Uh, I was an administrator of a large mental health facility, but I'm doing a complete career change and starting a timber framing business. Okay, and it's your own business? You'll be the entrepreneur? I will be. Okay, that's good for you. When does that start happening? When do you make money? That's a bit of a question. I'm (laughs) struggling along a little bit on that part of it, but uh, have everything accumulated to go forward. Well, all I can say, Charles, is don't dilly-dally because the minute you're running that business with your beauty, your vision, your inspiration, all your gifts, you are going to be successful at it. People are going to love your work and your business. But you've got to be doing that before this soulmate can walk in and stand beside you. Okay, that works. And, you know, Charles, here's the question to ask yourself. Am I embracing my true power in every area of my life, emotional, spiritual, physically, and financially? Because if I am, then I'm on path. And if I'm empowering the world with beauty and light and inspiration, which is your mission, then yes, I'm on path. And then my beautiful soulmate, and actually I see a very creative, energetic, shining uh, partner there waiting for you. And you know what, Charles, it also even looks like that partner is ready to come in in the fall. Are you going to be in business by fall? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've got everything sitting right here ready to rock. Well, sweetheart, get it off of sitting and make it happen, (laughs) and she's there. Okay, that works for me. (laughs) That works for me. 
That's lovely. That is wonderful. That's exciting. I love that you're making a career change, too. It's wonderful. Yes, absolutely, Marie. I did a little crying, and uh, <laughs> things are moving forward slowly but surely. Good. Perfect. Well, congratulations. Perfect. So happy. Thank you so much, and thank you for calling in, Charles. Thank you. Have a great day. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Let's uh, head down to California and talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Oh. Hi. How are you both today? Good. Oh, we're great. Yeah. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm really excited to talk to both of you. So what's your question today? So my question is, I well, right now I'm single, and I'm also at an, in an interesting place in my life. Um, I'm actually going to be today, I'll be done with hours that I will need to get um to finish my supervision so I can be a psychotherapist. I'm so happy but, to hear that. Let me just interrupt you. Okay. As I was feeling your energy from your path, I wrote yeah. down here, you're definitely here to heal and work with people about pain, addiction, abuse, all of that, wow. to, to really wow. bring people into healing. Okay? Wow. Oh, wow. Yay! Uh, Yay! <laughs> so exciting. Here's the thing. You're, uh-huh. in, you're in what's called the Saturn return. You know what yeah. that is? I do, I do. So what that means is that the relationship lessons right now are going to all be about pushing you to step into your soul's mission, your true work. So when are you going to be doing that work? Well, that's what I'm trying to to figure out. So I see it by 2013. Is that true? That feels right. Um, Yeah, I'm at this place right now where I kind of want to leave my job. and I would like to travel sometime in a few months from now. Um, right. But I just don't know whether just to stay fast in my job and keep going along with that and keep, you know, gaining tools and things like that or whether just to take a break. All right. So let um, me just tell you, by 2013, you're going to be doing this new work in the world and you need to be doing it by then. For the okay. rest of 2012, I want you to go on some kind of a spiritual renewal yeah. retreat. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I think she, I think the whole idea about quitting the job and going and playing have fun sounds great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does, Yay, and that's I what you it. want. I know it's what and, I want. It's what I want. Yeah. And Elizabeth, this is a time in your life of really getting deep inside yourself to remember who you are and what you've come to do, and not let anything pull you away from that. So there's not really a relationship coming in right now. It's really yeah. time for you to do your own thing. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been feeling. So, okay. So just focus mostly on the on the career and really getting my life that's together. And also, and also doing your inner work. Yeah. Do you have yeah. a spiritual practice? Do you meditate or pray or anything like that? I do. I, I do meditate. I do have a pretty deep spiritual practice. I mean, the psychotherapy that I want to do is definitely related to spirituality and Perfect. energy work and hypnotherapy and a lot of different kinds of modalities. They're so, so. lucky to have you. Your future right. patients are so Thank lucky to have you. you. That's wonderful. <laughs> and you need to go play now. You need to quit mm-hmm. the job you hate as, <laughs> as soon as you can because you hate it. You know, I you do. do. Yeah, you don't want to go there anymore. And go no. play. Go have some fun. Go to Italy. And think of me there when you're eating gelato <laughs> at the fountain because I think of Italy every day. Okay. But, but I'm also going to add that I want Elizabeth to do a weekend meditation retreat somewhere. Mm. I want her to do some inner work on this vacation. So maybe find yeah. out if there's an ashram somewhere on the trip to Italy. Yeah. That <laughs> 
<laughs> well, actually, we were thinking of um, South America and going somewhere in Peru. So okay. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds perfect. great. Well, then okay. everything's set then, right? I mean, she's, she's in fact, both of the callers have already made some nice career great changes. changes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. And Elizabeth, just don't let a random relationship come along and pull you off path, okay? Okay. Good advice. (laughs) Yes, very good advice. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. (laughs) Bye-bye. That's So people have these random relationships, and you think it pulls people off path. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to, of course. Everything is free will. Right. But especially women, and <laughs> to get into relationships that aren't for their highest good, and then they start forgetting their own path, their own oh. way. In fact, I was just, I worked with a client this morning whose great pain that she's going through is that she's really surrendered a lot of herself and her power for her relationship, and now she's gotten herself way off path. And, you know, men also do this, but women really tend to do it. And it's the worst thing we can do because the relationship won't even work out if we surrender our own path for someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what women do typically, not all women, but so they get in these random relationships. There's something about it they like that feels good or they have enormous hope that it's going to work out. Hope and, that, and optimism is uh, the curse. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean it's the curse. Right. But, when we fall in love, we see the best in that other person, and we have a vision of how wonderful it's going to be, and, and women are great at that. And then suddenly life goes along, and we slowly, slowly give up our own dream, our own path, until we wake up and go, what happened to me? <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. I was going to do that, and now I'm taking care of this that wasn't right. even mine. <laughs> right. Right. So, so, so that's very important for women to pay attention to the fact. In fact, I was reading a part of your book about when you're on a date, when you come home, you ask yourself, how am I feeling? Where's my energy? Am I happy? Did I laugh on the date? Right. Right. I, I say you should sit down in meditation the minute you get home, close your eyes and check in with your body. Like, are you feeling really happy and empowered and good about yourself and almost, you know, giggly or are you feeling anxious or are you feeling uh even lower kinds of energy i mean it's all good but the truth is your body is always telling you the energy that that relationship is going to bring into your life and if it's just plain sexual chakra energy you're feeling then know that that's all the relationship should be. <laughs> well, I don't you know? think any of us know what you're talking about at all. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have no idea what you're talking about. But if you're feeling your heart is opened and you're feeling inspired and empowered and just bet more on your own path than ever by being with this person, then that's the right relationship to go after. Beautiful and gorgeous advice. Who else do we have on the line, Eric? Let's talk to Carol in Seattle. Hi, Carol. Hello. Hi, Carol. Sue and Marie. Hi. So what's Um, your question today? My question is about being in my eighth year, Mm -hmm. um, which I wasn't sure. I have your book, but I wasn't sure I really understood or quite believed those psycho years Mm -hmm. um, until this year (laughs) when my husband and I had a huge shift in our financial relationship early in the year and uh, things that were hidden we revealed to each other, and we actually sort of formed our partnership anew. Wow. And we improved our financial situation and bought a house. 
Wow. That was awesome. And so I'm thinking, oh, I think she might have something here. But now <laughs> I'm starting to get these these feelings have come over me a few times now. I It's so strong, and it's an unfamiliar feeling, so I don't even know how to describe it to you. But I will tell you the thought that always accompanies it. And the thought is, I have a really good brain. I could be in charge of something. Mm. I could run something. Carol, let me just tell you more than that. Here's the thought I want you to embrace, and it says, I am a master soul, 11-path Scorpio healer. I could be in a practice where I am making it, changing people's lives every day, running a business like that, and using my great intuitive gift to heal the world. Okay. Well, I, I, I healed my dog yesterday, but... Um, you, you healed your dog? That was not <laughs> completely. significant. Have you taken any classes? Have you taken any classes in any kind of alternative healing or anything like that? No, I haven't. Marie, don't you teach those classes? I do. I do. I have get her in those classes. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I have a Reiki workshop coming up in October, and I teach hands-on healing in that workshop. It's very, 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 very fun, and a lot of meditation too, as well. Carol, would you be willing to give that a try? I would be willing. I'm hesitating (laughs) only because I'm. You know, I have these thoughts, and then I just, I have them, and I have this big realization, and then I just go back to my normal. Is that typical in the eight year? Is that typical? I'm glad you brought that up, because Mm -hmm. that is the monkey mind fear voice that we all have, and we get the vision of who we are, we get the gut feeling of what's right, and then the logical left brain monkey mind jumps in and goes, oh, well, who do you think you are to think you can do that, or that you're good enough for that, right? Yeah. Is that typical we, of the eight year? I'm sorry to interrupt you, Sue, but no, you're right. Yeah, because she's getting all these great ideas. Right, she's getting the vision of her power for career and money in the world, and she's starting to feel that power. And then the monkey mind comes in and, and makes her afraid of it. But I'll say, Carol, this is the year to not be afraid. This is the year to move forward because it's the most powerful year you've had in a long time, and you've got to use the energy for that. Okay. So exciting. Okay. I'll meditate on that. Thank you both so much. Yeah, and con- Thank you. congratulations for healing your dog. I mean, how oh, beautiful. No Thank thanks. you. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Have a gorgeous day. You too. Bye. Thank you. All right, let's talk to Emily down in California in the Bay Area. Hi, Emily. Hi, how are you? Hi, Emily. Hi, Sue. It's so, so great to be question? speaking with you. Well, I... It's funny, I'm actually relating a lot to the people that have been calling Don't you in. love that? I love that. Yeah, take <laughs> <That's> notes. <great. laughs> yeah. Um, so I think similar to the first caller, I probably need to be in a better financial situation. I'm definitely looking for love. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently working for myself, but not, not making enough money right now, mm-hmm. um, though I have in the past, and I fully believe that I can, but there's a part of me that's nagging like, should I just get a regular job? Oh, no, 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 no. First of all, <laughs> tell me what you're doing for your career because you have incredible sensitivity and intuition, and I need to know what you're doing for your career. I'm doing environmental consulting, um, different pieces within environmental protection, policy, um, and for the most part, I really love what I do. Mm-hmm. So, for example, why would I come to you for your work? What are you offering to the world? 
Um, if you were with a city agency and you were trying to pass legislation, I could help you pass legislation. So it's that very kind of fiery, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to make this happen mm -hmm. um, or doing outreach to businesses mm -hmm. related to policy and various environmental policies, kind of trying to get businesses on board with right. um, doing more environmental protection. So, Emily, let me just give you a vision of your future, okay? I one know, of, right? <laughs> one of the big lessons here in this lifetime for you is to get a little bit out of your head and get into your heart, your intuition, your feelings, and trust them to navigate you. Do you hear mm -hmm. me? Yeah, I've really been working on that, actually. I've had some experiences recently that have really opened me up spiritually. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's really coming in, and I'm starting to really connect with the spirit world in a way that I haven't before. That's um, very good. Yeah, so I'm seeing that happening, but then I'm still so new at trying it that right. I don't always know if what's coming through is correct. And also, I just want to acknowledge that you're very young on your journey, and you're doing great. And trust me, when I was your age, I was out teaching fitness in Mexico because I'd given up on life. Okay? <laughs> hey, that sounds like fun. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Let's go. But well, actually, that kind of fun only lasts a few months, and then you feel like, oh, I need meaningful work. Well, I think yeah. with Emily, too, I mean, Emily, you're this fantastic cheerleader. I mean, you're obviously working for an organization that is mm -hmm. doing positive and profound things in the world. But I really think you're supposed to cheerlead for yourself, is how yeah. I feel. Is that true? Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. So eventually you're going to stop supporting everyone else and holding them up and shifting their frequency and their vibration, which is excellent. And, and you'll start to do it for yourself. And then you'll just shine and glow and do things that you never even imagined. Mm. And Emily, about relationships, this is the year of dating and playfulness, but the real partner comes in in two years. So that okay. gives you two years to really work on this inner transformation. Like two years from now, I want you to talk to me and tell me that you've got a spiritual practice. It doesn't have to do with religion. It just means that you've found a way to connect to your higher self and bring that spirituality into your daily life. I want you to be telling me that you've done some work on trusting your heart and your gut, and that's what's guiding your career. And I'm not going to be at all surprised if you tell me that now you're doing a whole different kind of work. Yeah. And it's more like what Marie does. Yeah. Healing mm, work. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting very interested in that. It's beautiful. And then, I mean, what do you think about travel? Because I have a serious travel itch right now, too. And because I don't have a lot of clients, there's a part of me that just wants to run away right now because okay, the timing well, feels good. I would want you to travel someplace for a training. Like, let's just say you find out that... Um, okay, that there's a training being offered for some kind of Reiki healing or something in uh, another state or another country in a beautiful place. And actually, that happens all the time because I'm always jealous that I don't have time to go and do some adventure like that. But you go, all right, even cruise ships, there's yeah. a lot of kinds of training things that happen on cruise ships. And, you know, look for something like that where you're not just playing, but you're also learning some new skills that get you turning in a, in a newer direction. Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Very exciting. So what year is she in? Cause you, so what, what year She's is... She's in the year of play, the three the years. The three. Why she wants to go play. Oh, and so and when she's in her year five is when you think she's going to partner. That relationship comes in, uh. and then it's solid when she's in her year six. Oh, wow. So exciting. We're very happy for you, Emily, and I can't wait to hear about your new career. And Emily, myself. one more thing. One more thing. Okay. Emily, please remember 
that your emotional responses and your sensitivity is right. Yes. Even though when you were growing up, you were told to shut that down, that you were too emotional. You have to go back to embracing that because it's right. You know, one of the most profound things about healers is that they can feel things that people have no awareness of that they're feeling themselves. That's the gift of the healer. They can sense the energy that's inside someone. So when you're having those aha moments or you're sure you're feeling something about someone and they completely deny it, it doesn't mean that you're wrong. It means that you're feeling something that they have no awareness of. And that's a beautiful gift. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Have a gorgeous day. Thank you so much. Right. Too. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Alrighty. Bye bye. So we're going to take another break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. I have the honor of interviewing Sue Frederick. She's the author of "I See Your Soulmate" and "I See Your Dream Job." We'll be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Are you looking for the best skincare treatment in the Pacific Northwest? Sick of regular spa facials that don't address the problems you seek to correct? Dermaspace, home of the iDerm Facial Treatment, was recently voted Best Facial in Western Washington for 2011 by King 5 Evening Magazine viewers. Our frequent guest of the Marie Manucherry Show, Jody Leon, has brought one of Hollywood's best-kept skincare secrets to the Pacific Northwest. This is Skin Detox at its best. Cleanse, hydrate, rejuvenate. Perfect for men and women of all ages who wish to address problem skin in addition to its amazing anti-aging benefits. It's physical therapy for your skin. The Iderm Facial Treatment has been used by A-list celebrities and clientele of all walks of life for over 70 years. Jody Leon, skin guru and owner of Dermaspace, is proud to be the only licensed esthetician certified to perform the Iderm Facial Treatment in the Pacific Northwest. For more information and to book online, visit Dermaspace.com. That's Dermaspace.com. Or call 206-849-6620. Manson Mitchell welcome Catherine Alice back on Friday looking for a soulmate. She's got the map. On Saturday, Pamela Osley reads auras and will talk about your life's purpose and the colors that surround us all. Then Roy Stemmen has written the big book on reincarnation. It's scholarly, scary, and the stories will astound you. That's Manson Mitchell Friday morning at 10 and Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific on Alternative Talk 1150 KKNW. Talk radio with a difference. Alternative Talk 1150 a.m. And welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous, sunny, skirt weather, Seattle. I know I'm just going to keep saying that because I don't get to say it very often. And for those of you who have already signed up for the mediumship class that's happening this weekend, um, I just want to uh, let you know, I've, I've written this on Facebook, but maybe you haven't been to my Facebook page or Twitter, is that I'm already working on the participants in the class. Even if you haven't signed up yet, I'm already working on you because your guides know you're going to be signing up. Um, we have a few spots left if you're interested. 
I'm working on you every night on the astral plane. I'm shifting your energy and helping you learn on a, a conscious level um, through your subconscious while you're sleeping um, on the astral plane. We're having class literally so that when you come to class in the physical realm, it'll be much easier, more fun. You'll have more phenomenal experiences. I always do this before a Reiki workshop. And when I recently um, taught at Sounds True, I did a, an online course called Attuning to the Unseen World. I did the very same thing um, for that um, course, primarily because I wasn't going to see anyone in person. I, it was a video class. They saw me, but I couldn't see them. And it had fabulous results. So I thought to myself, why aren't I doing this more often? So if, if you're having a hard time sleeping, I apologize. Sometimes astral classes create a little bit of sleep disturbances. You might be sleeping better if you don't normally sleep well. If you're waking up with crazy dreams, I also apologize for that. Hopefully you're enjoying um, your astral traveling classroom and um, you'll have even more fun when we meet each other on Saturday. Uh, so, Sue, how are you doing? I'm great. We Welcome got a back. few more callers, Yes, yes. We probably are not going to get to everyone who's called in. We apologize for that. We've got about six more minutes left of the show, but we're going to go ahead and get to a couple of them for sure. Who do we have, Eric? Let's talk to Cheryl in Auburn now. Um, I guess the, the obvious question is, what is my dream job? And am I on the right path? <laughs> That's a great well, question. Cheryl, what are you doing for a living right now? Well, my job for a living is working with developmentally disabled, and so that's just for the money at this point. Right. But I'm actually kind of um, taking some classes um, in repatterning, right. and I think that's a piece. I don't know if it's everything. Yeah, so here's the thing. Just like a few of the other callers we've had, you're a master soul in this lifetime, the Leo 11, and that means you definitely have to be doing healing work, but the Leo says, you need to be teaching this. I mean, you're not just here to sort of hold a person's hand and help them. You're here to teach a new way to other healers. So what has to happen now, because of the year you're in now, you're in a seven-year, it's really year, a year for you to develop and embrace your intuitive and spiritual gifts and figure out how you can bring them into the work you're doing and then do it in a bigger level. And I don't see it with a small audience like physically challenged people. I really see it more with um, everyday people struggling with how they heal themselves, that you're going to teach uh, and work with that kind of energy. But I also see that that kind of work doesn't really happen until next year, 2013. Mm -hmm. You know, what I think is, is those of us who are are attracted to helping others. Um, there are many, many different ways of helping individuals and sometimes helping people who have more challenges. So in other words, when I look at you, Cheryl, is that you are a very compassionate person. You don't need to learn about compassion. You already have that. You, you learned it many, many, many lifetimes ago. There are other people who perhaps could do the job that you're doing that need to understand right. compassion more. So you need to work with people who can be more independent, mm -hmm. who can show you the results of the work that you do together more quickly than what than the the population that you're working with now. Although it's rewarding, and it was for a long time, the reason why it's not any longer is because it's not serving your highest good. Right. And also okay. because Cheryl needs to be teaching her work. I mm. mean, ultimately wow. in the next two years, she goes through such a transition that by about 2015 or 2014, she's really uh, training healers, you know, wow. really taking How it all amazing. to the next level. How amazing. How amazing. 
Oh. And I totally don't see me, myself as a teacher because I work <laughs> better with one-on-one, so that's really interesting. But, Cheryl, you know what? That's just self-doubt. Yeah. And the Is minute it? you're standing oh. up in front of a class teaching what you're passionate about, you're going to realize it just comes through you. So incredible. I'm, I never thought I would ever write a book. I never thought I would talk on a radio show. I never thought I would stand in front of a group of people and talk to them. I never wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I love it. So um, everything that Sue is telling you is completely true. It's through our lack of confidence and our poor self-esteem that we can't see ourselves in ways that really feed our spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in fact, I'm looking at a house to buy, and it feels like that's part of what's going on. That, But I don't know if it is or not, but it feels like it's the part of the steps. Mm-hmm. Would you be able to have a different kind of healing practice if you bought this house? Yes, because there's room. Huh. Right. Okay, well, then perfect. Well, it's a yes, honey. It's a yes. <laughs> okay. So go get that new home and invite us over for um, the housewarming party. And, and, and if, we're, if we're in town, we'll bring you a plant. Okay? Okay. Right. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. I think we have time for one more call. All right. Yeah. No? Okay, Eric says no, we don't. No, I'm sorry. We've only Aww. got about two minutes oh, here. Oh, dang so, it. Okay. Tell, tell the last caller to just email me. Oh. at brilliantwork.com. Absolutely. Okay. And other people can reach you, too, at? Careerintuitive.org. Beautiful. And you're going to be here in Seattle very October soon. October 26th and 27th. And they can sign up on the East West Bookstore website. Absolutely. And then they can have a one-on-one with you um, during the class, which is fantastic. And they can also look at all of my intuitive coach trainings that I Oh, that's right. That's another wonderful organization that you participate in or you've created. Mm -hmm. Oh, how exciting. How exciting. So what's new and exciting for you personally besides the fact that you just finished your third book? Well, I just finished teaching my third, my brand new training of grief intuitive coach training. And it is the best work I've ever done. Wow. Absolutely the best. Wow. The coaches were over the moon for the material and the work, and it's just, it's what I'm here to do. Oh, well, we're very happy for you, and we're thrilled that you came on the show today. You know we'll have you back again, because I love talking with you and spending love time in your energy. I love you, talking to you, and hopefully we can work together someday. I would love that. I would love that. And we are sending positive energy to Colorado so that it rains, <laughs> and the fires stay calm and gone. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Sue. Thank you. It was lovely to have you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. I will be back next Thursday all by myself doing readings. And then on July 26th, I'll have Alan Cohen. And then August 2nd, Christopher Rindstrom. I'll, I'll be oh. here to chat uh, you with will. you about the weather. I will be totally and, uh, by myself. I'll have plan. And, of course, oh, we'll have all our lovely callers and Absolutely. lots of questions for you. Oh, so. And we'll talk about chakras. It'll fly by. I think we're going to be talking about one of yours, too, Eric. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. All right. Well, I'll get prepared for that. Okay. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.